0: All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Jonesy, who is a comedian and host at of the Weird AF News podcast. Jonesy, how you doing?
1: I'm doing wonderful. Uh, welcome, thanks for having me, Tim. I hope your audience finds me uh, engaging. We'll do the best that we can. Uh, I feel sort of funny, so we'll roll with that. Although I've been very hectic because it's it's right before the holidays, and you know how that can be. I, I'm I have family on the East Coast, so it requires me to go to the post office. I don't know if you've been to the post office this week, but I wouldn't wish that shit on my worst enemy, to be honest with you. It's very, <laughs> it's very difficult place to navigate, especially when everybody's very scared about, a, <laughs> about a, a, a virus as well. So, I mean, there's a lot going on this week, buddy, but I'm happy to be here. Let's try and get some laughs and uh, maybe your audience can get to know me a little bit. Maybe I can get to know you a little bit as well. I, wish I, I have questions for you as well that I brought. I hope you don't mind.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine, man. That's fine. Why don't we start with I'm hearing?
1: Just, a- I'm just kidding. I didn't bring any questions for you. I didn't, but I'll think of some.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, you have to now because I was looking forward to questions.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, I got questions. I got questions. Okay.
0: I feel that. Well, why don't we start with hearing a little bit more about who you are and what you like to do for fun?
1: Oh, I'm a Boston boy. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an East Coaster through and through. I'm very Boston. What does that mean? Uh, that means I have a temper, I like to drink, I like to fight. <laughs> Uh, I like to tell people what I really think of them, and uh, I'm not afraid to share my opinion, which is f- quite dangerous now. We live in a very like, uh, very, very politically correct culture where uh, people sometimes don't like uh, what you have to say. And <laughs> Well, I'm sorry to say, but uh, yeah, I like to speak my mind. It allows me to sleep at night. I can't sleep at night if I don't speak my mind for some strange reason. Uh, and I like to be honest with people. I don't want to tell you timothy that uh you know you're a very handsome man when you're when you're apparently not you know i, I don't want to do that to you man uh, i'm just kidding uh, you're very handsome and for those of you who are listening to this podcast you're not viewing it on youtube he's an extremely handsome young man um who i'm gonna guess has uh just uh, podcast groupies just chasing him everywhere he goes i'd imagine uh we've gone off track as i tend to do uh Describing myself, yes, and what I like to do for fun. Okay, so you got my Boston vibe, which is I think why people like my weird AF News podcast, because in addition to giving you some weird news every day, I also give my opinion on things and people and it's very honest. And I think people appreciate that right now because everybody's trying to say polite things and they're not them, especially if you listen to mainstream news. You know, no one says anything bad about people in mainstream news. You know, even if some guy decides to uh, pull down his pants at a in a Chick-fil-A and start touching his genitalia, they'll just be like, oh, 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 that crazy critter, he's got a case of the holiday blues, doesn't he? That's not what I say. That's not what I say. <laughs> so people are people appreciate that. Uh, with their news. Uh, Now, what do I like to do? Let's get back to that. See, although public education, I'm able to follow a a thread here. I I remember I was asked, what do I like to do? I like to play sports, man. Uh, I like to play softball, baseball, basketball. I really love it. Uh, I'm very much a sports kind of guy, which is very common in Boston. There's not a lot to do over there. So everybody that I know from Boston is very crazy about sports. Crazy about it, and and I was raised that way, you know. And, and in fact, when I call my mom, it's like we talk mostly about the Patriots and the Red Sox. It just seems like a thing. It's very weird, right? It's just like a thing that we do, I guess. Is we won't even talk about our problems. That's the other <laughs> thing. if you come from like a family that has any Irish in it whatsoever, that's just like they don't want to talk about their problems. So they let's talk about something else, like like uh, the Celtics. Let's talk about that. You know, uh, we don't want to talk about my divorce. No, no, let's talk about. <laughs> Let's talk about when's Jalen Brown coming back because we need him in the starting lineup, the starting lineup. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah, we do this to it's it's like avoidance, I think, behavior. Uh, so that a lot of that's going on. Maybe that's the reason why so many people in Boston are big sports fans. It gives them something else to talk about other than their feelings, <laughs> which we're not in tune with, apparently, as I found out in therapy for the first time. Uh, yeah, So <laughs> I like sports so much. Uh, And then, you know, my my major passion in life, though, is is doing stand up comedy, Uh, even uh, I've been doing it longer than my podcast. I've been doing stand up comedy since 2004. And uh, so to me, it's my passion. I started in Boston. Then I was uh, I was in New York. For eleven years doing it in New York City, and then I moved out here a few years ago. Still doing it. I really love it. I go crazy for it. If I had all the money in the world, I'd still do stand-up comedy. Just as if I had all the money in the world, I'd still play sports. I think that's when you know, like, what do you love? If you had all the money in the world, would you still do it? You know, like, yep. would you? Question number one, Timothy Douglas: If you had all the money in the world, would you still do this podcast?
0: I would. Yeah. <laughs> this,
1: is, this is right. You see what you're getting, listeners. You're getting as someone who's authentically devoted to you. Yeah, he's not doing this for all the groupies. <laughs> he's not doing this. He's not doing this because eventually he's going to have a private helicopter flying him around to the to the places where the with the groupie mansions are. No, he <laughs> loves to do this for the sake of the of the material and the content. He cares yeah. about his listeners.
0: There we go. I do. That's a uh, I will say that's the one thing I realized in life. I'm I'm still really young, but realized it pretty quickly of I hate doing things that I hate to do. So I'm going to do things that I like to do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And we live in a great, a great time in history where uh, some of us can make a living doing what we like to do. That was never the case. Yeah. You know, a hundred years ago, a hundred years ago, everybody in my family worked in shoe factories. Everybody going back 150 years in my hometown, all it was, they made shoes. And if you were born in my hometown, you made shoes. This is what you did. That's all you did. Yep. Or if you were born in Detroit, what'd you do? You made cars. You made cars. Uh, you you, you could have been like, well, I really I really like uh, well, I really like poetry. And I'm going to be and then be like, you're stupid, bro. Just go just go to the factory and, and do and live your life. You know, find a girl. You know, everybody did. I. Unless everybody loves working in goddamn factories, I don't think everybody likes what they did, but they all had to do these things. Go work in a field. Yeah. You're born, you're, let, let's say you're born on a farm. Your family's like, no, no, no. You, you, <laughs> especially if you're a, if you're a guy they needed, you know, they, the, the men are out working in the fields. Like, what are you going to do? You can't say no to that. You're going to desert your family. This is your family business you're born into. It. You have to do it. Now people are like, oh, I think I just want to make money taking uh, pictures of my food. That really brings me joy. And, you know, and as stupid as that is, you can actually do that, you know, or you could make you can make money playing sports. You can make, you, you, you know, one hundred and fifty years ago, baseball players. I don't know if you noticed, they would have to get a job during the offseason. They would play in the summer and then they would go to the factory or whatever. You know what I mean? These people didn't make these no. guys didn't make enough money to live on baseball. And, and that was the most popular sport in the country back then. And they still didn't make enough to make a living. They had to get a second job. A lot of them would go would work in factories or farms or whatever the hell. They'd go, uh, you know, seasonally picking various things on places that you can pick fruits or whatever. Uh, we, we, we don't have to, We, you know, we are transitioning into another era where um, we, almost all of us at some point will be able to say, hey, I would like to do what I like to do and, and be able to make a living at it. Uh, and, and I think that you're, you know, you're starting to see that now. It, it's beginning a little bit anyways, and uh, people are pursuing their passions. It's, it's pretty cool. I think it leads to a happier life overall. You, you know, uh, when I was out of high school, I worked a job as a bill collector. You know what this is? Yeah. Who, uh, yeah. You call people's houses and they, uh, this is a Just give them bad news. Know, yeah. You give them the bad news. And then you try to threaten them into paying you because you made commission you know so the more i got you to pay the horrible horrible but I, I didn't have a college degree this is right out of high school what what kind of job can you get with a high school diploma not much man you could sell cars maybe uh but i had an uncle who worked at this collection agency and so this was my first foot in the door of any career at all and i quickly learned like wow man a job suck it can suck man and it it can make you miserable i was so i hated that job man i hated being the bad guy you know calling people and you're the bad guy it was the worst but my hands were tied like where else can i with only a high school diploma i don't have a lot of choices i had to do this for a couple years uh, before i decided what i wanted to do with my life thankfully i you know i discovered i'm an artist hey all right cool and i have a gift with comedy uh I kind of knew at the collection agency where I worked. I had a gift with comedy. I was very funny on the phone. Very funny. I would make people laugh all the time and, and sometimes get them to pay me with my with my humor, which is helpful. And of course, I made all my coworkers laugh. So I knew I was funny. I didn't I didn't never imagine, though, I would be a, a stand up comedian. I, I just never just never thought that I would. But I'm lucky and I haven't had to work a regular job in 15 years. I mean, imagine that like I haven't had to work a regular job in 15 years. Um, just been living off my talent. Uh, it's a great time. I went on a very long rant on, about what you said about that, but I think, I think it's pertinent. I think people need to appreciate the time that we're in. I really, really do. It's very special.? You know?
0: Yeah, No, I completely agree. And I love that you know you did it like in 2000 and I guess you've been doing it for the past 15 years, 2006, it wasn't as sexy as it is right now to like start your own little side hustle thing. So I appreciate that you were doing it living true to yourself all the way back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, I didn't look at it as a hustle or a side job of any sort. I I didn't look at it as a job really for a while. I just liked it. I I just liked it. I couldn't, you know, when you find something you want to keep doing, you know, some people are gym rats, right? They can't stop going and pushing weight. They just can't stop going. They just feel like they got to do it or they run, um, you, you know, or maybe they paint or whatever the hell it is that they do. I'm sure you have something that you feel compelled to do every day. Talking like to you people wanna,
0: about their dreams and goals, actually. <laughs> you
1: want to talk to people about their dreams and goals. Yes. And 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 you're doing that on a regular basis uh, and and you just feel compelled to do it. And I, I just felt I felt like I had to keep doing it. I still feel it's crazy I had a show last night. And, I, you know, it's kind of a crappy little crowd, you know, because it's right before the holidays. So the crowd was light and everybody's sitting far apart. Imagine, you know, and I still had so much fun. It was such a crappy place. And just was like, I I just looked around. Like, This is going to be a terrible show, but I still had such a good time. I still wanted to get up there on the mic. I just want to keep getting up on the mic. I just want to like Vincent Van Gogh couldn't stop painting, man. He painted himself into a ditch and (laughs) dies. You know, the guy just couldn't stop. You know, he did everything. You you know, he would sell his clothing to buy paints to do it. Like this is the kind of guy. That he was with the painting, and I and I found something too that they're like, ah, I love that so much, you know, I just love it so so much. I would do anything to do it, you, you know. That's like really cool. I never, I never even look at it like like if I didn't make money at it, fine, fine, it's fine. Um, I'm blessed like that, you know. I'm blessed. I mean, it's helpful that I make money at it, of course, but uh, there's other things going on. It's so much more valuable for my headspace, and you know, and for my soul. It's just so much more valuable. I, like during the during the pandemic like the heat of the pandemic not being able to do stand-up comedy for a year like that just ah man I, I, I just it was the worst it was the worst for for me that was so bad Yeah. so bad yeah
0: no man I completely feel you the the reason I went so hard on the podcast taking it from kind of a sporadic thing that I'm inconsistent with to daily is because I realized that about the only thing I knew that gave me energy in life was talking to people about their dreams and goals. And so when (laughs) when you find that thing, it's like, you got to go all in on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. You really do. And in a way I've gone in all all in on on my podcast as well. Um, uh, Doing it five days a week with weird news, you know, and uh, going on now, you know, it's over 1100 episodes at this point and several years and You would think that I would get completely sick of it, but this is how I know I like this too. Like I'm really not that tired of it. Of course there's days when you're doing it every day, as you know, there's days where you're just not feeling it. And so you, you gotta, I have little tricks that I'll do. Like maybe I'll, you know, maybe it's something as simple as go for a walk around the block. Maybe that'll get me in a mood or um, maybe I'll try a chemical. Maybe I'll pound a beer. Maybe I'll hit a, I'll hit the cannabis, or I'll just get uh, supremely caffeinated up in those t- at those times. Then I can usually push through it. Uh, you can push through anything with chemicals, <laughs> as you know. <laughs> anybody who's grown up in a dysfunctional family knows that it- chemicals get you through, guys. Chemicals get you through. <laughs> we always wondered why grandpa was getting bombed in the recliner. Why? Because <laughs> chemicals get you through. So, uh, But I don't have to do that that often. Most days... I don't mind doing it. I look forward to it. It's fun. It's kind of fun for me. Uh, and you, you really got to like something to do it every day and still have fun doing it and to keep going, to keep going. I don't make that much money at it. Like, why am I doing it? I hey, it's fun. It's kind of fun. I mean, I make some money, but, you know, I don't, I'm not making like. All this money where I would feel like, you know, I'm doing this for the money. That ain't the case. Yeah, Man, I'd like to get to that place, but we're, you know, slow and steady. Slow and steady. We're, we we're building it. We're building up the Patreon. We got. I had a sponsor this week. That was very cool. New sponsor. That was very nice. So yeah, the podcast is doing okay. Okay with money. A little bit. Okay. I could pay my rent with it. That's pretty dope, right? That is. Dope. I live in. I live in L.A. Man. You know. And you, well, you live in a town that rent ain't cheap either. So you know. You know how rent can be. Yeah. Uh, so to pay your rent with your podcast, that's like a. You're already in the 0.001 percent of podcasters if you could pay your rent with your podcast. So I'm like big win. Even if this is my peak. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And people ask me, what's the secret with the podcast? Don't stop. Don't stop. It's simple. Just don't stop. (laughs) Constantly episode. Just do not stop, man. You can't stop. So now what's the key? Well, if you get, if you can't stop, you better pick something you enjoy talking about, like what you've chosen that amps you up, that, that makes you want to do it. You're doing, you're talking about and to to people that you want to talk to things that you want to talk about. So Um, That's a key. That's a key. I'm talking about stuff that I like to talk about, too, which is weird news. And I've always been fascinated with weird, strange shit. I was like the kid reading about aliens and the Loch Ness Monster. I always like ghosts. And now my news isn't paranormal. It's it's anything weird. You know, Um, it could be anything weird. For instance, today's in today's episode, I covered that the Japanese invented lickable screens. So eventually you'll be able to taste things through your television it's very weird right weird, weird story but i'm fascinated by that isn't that cool it's like yeah. oh shit so the weird news goes through all the subjects technology science history w- w- criminals of course you, you know i cover florida uh, quite a bit um, in fact on friday the whole episodes about florida so florida fridays yeah i only do weird news from florida on fridays it's a lot of criminal behavior you know so but yeah that story i covered coming out of Jap- japan today i mean that's just really f- weird cool shit i I just love learning about stuff like that always have now if you wanted to talk to me about politics or other things in the mainstream news i'm really not i'm a little bored with that you know i needed to be give me something weird man you know i've always been like that so to me doing this podcast doesn't seem like so much work it is work but it's a subject that i enjoy talking about anybody who's going to start a podcast it better be a subject that you like because you're you're going to have to do it a couple years before you even see any sort of um you know, uh, money or following anyways. So you gotta, you gotta be in it for the long haul. And if you're talking about some shit that you don't like, it's going to be hard to be in it for the long haul, you know? So anyone who that, that you, I'm sure you have podcasters that are listening or people that have thought about doing a podcast, you know, pick something that you like to talk about and don't stop talking about it. Yeah.
0: There we go. Well, tell us a little bit about what gets you up and keeps you going every day. What's your motivation in life?
1: <laughs> you know, uh, Caffeine is a big part of that. I suppose that gets me going in the morning. <laughs> yeah. My routine is very I've, I'm living a very simple life these days. I've made it this way. I have I, I, my routine is I get up in the morning. I first thing I do is make a, a a pot of hot water. I make myself a cup of matcha and a bowl of miso soup with green onions. And I just sip these warm beverages as I sit cross legged on my floor of my bedroom and I just think about the things that I got to do that day. And I think about, you know, my previous night's adventures or whatever. And I I just kind of have that time to myself quiet in the morning, maybe half an hour. And, uh, that really sets me off. Good. That's really good for me. Uh, you don't want to just grab your phone, start looking at the stock market. Like you'll just be fucked. Uh, you'll get, thrown into some drama or some strain, some, some thread of thought. That's like going to just pull you out of your morning quiet. I think it's important. Again, I'm, I have the luxury of being able to do that because I, I can work from home. You know, I don't have to get up and go to a job. If you have, if you have to do that, maybe you can't do such things, but I think it's really helpful to spend some time with yourself in the morning. And uh, it's when your brain, like, it's like when your hard drive has been wiped clean, you, you know, so you can sit there, but you, you don't have all this crap going on. You know what I mean? like you open up an empty browser. So there's no distractions. And I think it's really good. At least for me, man, it really is. I need that little time in the morning. And then because I'm basically self-employed, I have to be a self-motivator. That's hard. I I, I realize how hard it is. People have their tricks. People have things that they do. They make lists or whatever. They listen to motivational speeches. Um, none of that seems to work for me. I, um, I struggle with it. I struggle with it, but I, I push forward. I know that every day I'm doing the podcast. I know I'm doing that. So I'll set that up. Usually at night I have a show, so I'll, you know, I'll set that up too. Uh, I have these other creative uh, endeavors that I'm involved in. And I sort of cherry pick a couple of those a day that I'll throw in there and I'll do that. And and what I love about that is every day is different for me because I might I'll, I'll work on the podcast. Obviously I might call a bunch of comedy bookers to book myself. I might listen to the, my comedy set from the previous night that I've recorded on audio and then make notes on that, or like, just listen to it for a few, a few times. Usually if I'm working on a a new joke or something, it's important to keep listening to it and and rewriting it or coming brainstorming ideas. You know, the way that I write, isn't like I'm writing word for word. I'm going to say this. I I like to brainstorm some ideas for the new jokes. Then that I'll then just try on stage kind of improv or I'll riff on them. I might have a couple of points that I want to say, so uh, I can I work on my stand up or some of the other things. I have a new series coming out called Comedians React, and so there's a lot of ed- video editing going on with that series. It's going to be predominantly a YouTube series, and so we shot a lot of episodes already, and I'm I'm the lucky guy that gets to edit them. Yay! So I got that. I got that. So every day I'm doing something kind of different. Projects that I'm working on. Always doing the podcast, and usually at night a stand up show, uh, and that. Um, Because it's different every day. I need that because I have like kind of creative ADD. So I need a little bit of that. The other thing that helps me out immensely is exercise. And uh, for your listeners, it's uh, supremely important to to have some sort of uh, exercise routine. In my opinion, it just brings so much to your life, Uh, more energy. Obviously, you're going to look fabulous like you and I um, if you work out. You know, uh, clearly we're rocking abs like (laughs) and everybody watching this should recognize and commend us for our abs um, in the comments section below. Just say nice abs, boys. Thank you very much. (laughs) We appreciate that. Uh, The workout. uh, So uh, recently I I joined the boxing gym. So for the past about eight months or so, I've been going to a boxing gym and uh, man, this is tremendous, man. Tremendous to take a class like that. It could be yoga or something where on the days that you don't even want to go, just if you show up and you walk in the door, you're already stuck. You're like, fuck, I got to do it. So all you got to do is bring <laughs> yourself. You bring yourself to the place and you're stuck for that hour. And so this is helpful for me. I need someone to tell me what to do. And, um, you know, because like I say, I'm str- I struggle as a self-motivator. And it's helpful, especially especially with my workout. That's why I play sports because I'm doing something. I can't I can't just I, I always had a hard time going to the gym and then running on the treadmill or riding the bike or even running out in the world. I, I always struggle with that. I need I, I wanted to kind of be engage my brain more uh, with the boxing. I get to do all kinds of different things, you know, and, and it's a full body workout. And they're always having us do different maneuvers. And sometimes we pair up with a partner and you're working on moves with them. And it's, so it's always different. It's fun. And someone's motivating you, and pushing you. This is tremendously helpful, tremendously helpful. And even if you can only go three days a week to something like this, it's like, man, it just really gets you your energy level changes, your health changes, your mental outlook. It's all great. I mean, I get a better sleep, like all this stuff. I think it's important to incorporate something like that into your daily life. I really, really do. Um, it's a functional thing, man. It's like having a tool in your belt. It really and it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It's going to help you whether you're a, a painter, a singer, whatever It'll, uh, it will you know, it, it's just tremendously helpful to have a workout regimen. So this is kind of like my life and how I keep going. You mentioned self-motivation. I don't keep myself motivated. You know, it that's that's hard. But, you know, I I like to have goals for myself as well, like, you know, shooting to get more followers from my podcast, more listeners from my podcast is always something I'm working on and shooting, shooting for, doing better comedy shows, making more money at them is always something that I'm shooting for um so it's helpful to have goals like that and they can't be like flimsy goals it's helpful to get specific like if you're if you're just like i'm going to be famous it, it, that's like well you know there's all these steps before you get famous you, you know it, it's just like it's like i'm going to win a super bowl all right well you got to make a team first and then your team's got to be have a pretty decent coach and usually you got to pair the coach up with a very good quarterback that seems to be the the formula um, and ships have to fall your way. There's all these things. You have to avoid injury for a full season, and now seasons are 17 games long in the NFL. It's like so much has to go into. So you have to set goals for yourself that are like increments towards what, what it is that you you know, what, where you want to do. Like I got one sponsor this week. I was like, I got a sponsor. Cool. You know, and then like, let me get another sponsor. Let me get two sponsors if I can. This is like, so it's like baby steps like that in, in all of life. I'm totally rambling here. Is this okay?
0: Yeah, man, this is fine. This is fine. Well, you've already kind of mentioned it a little bit with some goals that you have, making more money for your comedy shows, getting more followers for your podcast. Yeah, Get us into the specifics of that and your vision for your life as a whole.
1: Oh, man, a vision for my life. See, yeah, I know people do this, right? They really like to vision their whole life, and some of them can take control of it and make it happen. I I. I I always think that, that I'm beyond, like that's beyond me. I, I'm always kind of like living in the day, during the day, like living in the present uh, and, and making my life, my day-to-day life very enjoyable. It's so enjoyable that I don't really, I'm not one of these people that are like, I'm gonna make my life someday perfect. Like I really enjoy it now. I know a lot of people who they work a job that I don't really like, and then they plan for this life later. And they envision it and then they make it that way. They say, I'm going to buy some land in Costa Rica with all my money when I worked in finance at a job that I hated that was 80 hours a week. And then I'm going to move to Costa Rica and, start, and open a surf shop or something like that. Um, I don't really think in those terms. Um, I'd like to imagine that uh, the podcast will continue to grow and I'll be able to make the kind of money that some of my friends make with their podcasts. I've witnessed friends of mine from New York city who have gone on with their podcasts to make a lot of money and it changed their life. And I I think if I keep pushing with mine, that'll be the same. And then when my podcast making that much money, I can, I can kind of open up. I could, I could get a, a real studio. I could hire people to do some of the work that I do not like. That would be pretty cool. I envision that I could travel more. And I could actually go to some of the places that I've talked about on the weird podcasts, you know, some of these places where weird stuff happens. For instance, if you've ever been to Japan, it's very weird over there. They have a lot of weird vending machines, weird museums. There's like a shit, a poop museum. Like you heard about this It's a poop museum in Japan. They're very weird. They like to be they're very silly. So, you know, I've covered some stories about these places in Japan. It would be nice to have the budget to go over there and actually create a video. Here I am at the poop museum in Japan and 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 give that to my audience that would be pretty cool i i like to envision that that could happen someday that's a very simple thing to think about but i think it could happen my stand-up comedy i always imagine i'm going to be doing bigger and bigger shows as i go on so i always imagine i'm going to be doing theaters someday it'll be i'll be selling out entire theaters like some of my friends do like i imagine that that would i would go there with that that would be pretty cool uh I like to, I like to work as an actor. I've done a lot of things. I've been on uh, some TV shows like Drunk History and Gotham and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and I really enjoy acting. And I like to imagine I'll continue to do that. And and uh, man, I love it so much. Acting is so fun. I like to like play with other people too, you know, because stand up is very solo, and my podcast is solo. I don't have guests. It's very, they're very loner activities. Acting allows me to like engage with yep. other creative people, you know, and and bounce our talents off each other and our ideas. And I, I really love that a lot. And I'd imagine I'd, I'd love to do some more of that. Um, and, you know, I like to travel as well. I've, I've done a lot of traveling. I've been to four continents. I've been to like, I don't know, 13, 14 countries. And i love to incorporate that in, into my life more as well. I just went to, I just got back from Mexico city. I'd never been there. I just, I just picked up. I was like, I was just going to go here. It's cheap and it's close. And, I really love, I'd really love to do more of that. Uh, I like, I like that so much. It gives me creative juices, new ideas. It's always nice to dip your toe into a whole new culture and a new world and a new point of view. You get so much of that out of that as a creative, Uh, you know, in addition to just being a nice getaway and vacation from your own place. uh, It's, um, it's very, it can be very inspiring. So I'd imagine I'll do a little bit, a a lot more of that as well. Uh, that, That would be my vision for my future. And these things aren't totally beyond the realm of possibility and they don't cost a lot of money it's um some some stuff i can really achieve i, I think i'm not interested in being famous at all i've seen that i don't i don't like that at all i see I see when kevin hart walks into the club like what he's got to do to make it okay and who he's got to bring with him and what what they got to do to make it okay and it's a lot of it's weird it's a lot of work and, uh, yeah. people can get uncomfortable and Kevin Hart's got two guys that all they do is walk around the comedy show and tell people to put their phones down. That's all they do. <laughs> he brings them with him when he goes to a comedy show. When one guy stands at the door, security, two guys walk around, tell people to put their phones down, please. They do it in a very nice way, but that's what these are their jobs. Their phone putter, put down our people. <laughs> phone, they're basically phone bouncers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't want to, li- I don't want to live that life, man. I don't want to have to have a phone bouncer in my life. I just don't. I think that's just, that's very constrictive. It is. Know? It is. Uh, some people want this lifestyle. I'm pretty, I'm pretty pleased with um Maybe if I had just a touch of, if I was just a little bit known, that'd be pretty cool. I am though. I mean, I get uh, in my world, in my world, I'm like super known. I, I can't believe the people that know me. Like I get, this is holidays, right? So I've gotten, I've gotten several care packages mailed me from fans of my show. One of them from the UK, uh, you know, another one from the East coast, another one from, well, from Georgia, South Carolina, from the Pacific Northwest. Like I, I get packages, a guy in uh, Cleveland, I get cards and people send me things, write me emails, call my show people from all over the world, listen to weird AF news. And That's, like, way more than I expected. I never thought anything I ever did would be listened to in, let's say, South Africa or something. Like, I never imagined that. So in my world, I'm, like, kind of more famous than I ever thought I would be anyways. Yeah. So, like, I'm happy with that. Like, it's cool. It's going to get more, yeah. But I feel pretty cool with that. You know, Christmas comes and I get all these gifts and donations come in. And I get these emails and phone calls and people wishing me. Merry Christmas. I mean, I'm very grateful for that. Um, and, and I'm happy with this level. Maybe a little bit more because that helps pay the bills. But this is okay. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Josie, I'm just curious. Have you ever heard of Katie Chinakis?
1: Katie Chinakis? Mm-hmm. Is a Greek girl?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I don't know her.
0: You just knew the name was Greek?
1: Chinakis. Anything in S usually is Greek. Yeah.
0: I feel that. I was just asking because... I just had her on the show like 45 minutes ago oh, for is she, a is different she, podcast
1: Is she a, a Los Angeles comedian based?
0: She's not a comedian. She is a Renaissance artist actress, voice actress and she has taken and she also has a podcast. She is like really big on crypto and nfts and she put oh. her she was talking about putting my podcast on the blockchain.
1: Well, how do you do that?
0: I don't know. I'm going to talk to her more about it. Hey,
1: as... could you tell me what she says? Because I'm very <laughs> curious about this. Maybe I could put my podcast on the blockchain like you.
0: No, Holy crap. She like helps people do exactly that. What I'm saying is you should what? reach out to her. Like I'll shoot you her website. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Send me that info. I'm very curious about that. Huh? I never thought that I would need to do that. But I mean, you got to get with it, really. You got to be everywhere, right? You got to yeah. be everywhere. Uh, And
0: the beautiful part is like, I don't know if you know how NFTs work, but like you get royalties on stuff. So if you can like give ownership of an episode to somebody in your audience or whatever, and they start flipping that as you get more famous, you get royalties on that every time it flips.
1: I could give somebody ownership to an episode for real.
0: That is what it seemed like she was saying to me. I heard this 45 minutes ago. So.
1: Um, that's, that's outstanding. You know, I could, my fan, my had some really rabid, fans. I mean, they would bid, uh, they would bid on an episode to own an episode, especially like one of the greatest hits or something. They would bid on that.
0: That's what I'm but, saying. And that's a great way to monetize your podcast with you already having an audience. I'm like, as my audience grows, it's something yeah. I'm looking at, but wow, you
1: that's brilliant. Well, thank you very much for mentioning that. This is something worth uh, worth researching. Absolutely. And any information you have, I would very, I'd very much appreciate that. Thank you so much for bringing that up. This is very cool. OK, yeah. yeah. More <laughs> options. See, we grow. We grow together. There we go. <laughs> and then we ride in the limo together with all the hoes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. It's no, it's not hoes. I meant we ride in the limo with very respectable women that we <laughs> respect. Yes, there we go. We Um, do not permit them. We do not permit. And there will be no scantily clad women in the limo. (laughs) You you will dress like you are going to jury duty or you don't get in the limo.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just curious, Jonesy, what's that number for you, uh, money received from the podcast to really feel like you're freed up in your life?
1: Oh, how much money?
0: Yep, monthly or annually or whatever it may be.
1: Uh, at the peak of what I was making on the podcast was about 1500 a month. That was what's, the, peak. what's your ideal. Uh, but now I'm not, I'm, I'm under that now. Now I'm about, I'm making a thousand a month, thousand a month, which isn't a lot. when you live in LA, it pays exactly what my rent is almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I rent a room. <laughs> so like this is what you get. Yep. A thousand bucks a month get you a room in LA. I know people in Oklahoma are like, thousand bucks a month to get you a whole ranch. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't want to everywhere I travel, I tell them what I pay for rent. They're like, that'll get you a whole house. <laughs> I don't care. All right. Uh, <laughs> what, what would my ideal be? Uh really free me up. Uh Five K a month on the podcast would be pretty cool, uh, you know, because then I make a little bit of money doing stand up as well and the other things that I do that I make money at. Five uh, K with the podcast would be super cool as a as a good level one like baller, you know. And then you know, you want ten K a month? Yeah, now we're talking ten K. Now I now I can do all kinds of stuff. Start hiring people and you know take my take some of my responsibilities. And then I go in and I make another podcast that's a relative to it. And then I create another one and then I have a network. And, and so, yeah, once I start making that money where I can hire people to outsource some of these responsibilities, I can really start to grow in, on a bigger level. Yeah, yeah. Five, 10K a month. Oh, um, man. Totally. It's totally on the low end, man. Yeah, totally. it is. It's not that, like, it's not that that's- crazy. Man, my, my, I got friends that make, you know, 25K a month, man, on a podcast. 20K a month. It, 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 you're like, what? Yes, yes. I got my friend just bought a million and a half dollar apartment in the, in the East Village of New York City offer podcast. Like, what the hell? It's yep. possible. It's absolutely possible, which is very, very uh, encouraging.
0: You should tell her to put it on the blockchain. She'll probably double her.
1: <laughs> man, I need to tell. I need to tell her about this. This block. Well, as soon as I get the info, I'm gonna shoot it to. Her. I'll, I'll definitely reach out to her about that. Yeah, because this. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's doing very well, and uh, this will only add to it. She's building her retirement right now. You know. Yeah. Um, she shit. She's gonna retire at forty. It's gonna be it. <laughs> These should live. I mean, you can live the dream, man. You can live the dream. You can. Uh, or you can just sell drugs. That's pretty cool. Gonna- <laughs> hey. Just kidding, children, children, kids say no to the drugs. Certainly don't sell them either. All right. I don't condo- we None of us condone this This podcast isn't about that. It's about your dreams. Your dreams shouldn't be drug dealer. It should not be it even not after be. you watch that first season of Narcos, which is very good. It still shouldn't <laughs> be. You know, he dies. He dies. So just think about that. As
0: does everybody, though. So
1: as does, as does everybody. <laughs> but Escobar died pretty young, very rich. Can't take that money with you guys. Can't take it with you.
0: No, you can't. There we go. well awesome jonesy if there were one or two people you could meet right now and these people would help you take the next step towards really getting that podcast to that 10k level or just getting your comedy shows to the point where they're bigger you know hitting those goals that you want to hit who would they be and how would they do it it could be a specific person or a type of person
1: they got to be alive right yeah yep well i think i gotta go with rogan first uh You know, it's kind of that's not a very original answer, but when it comes to when it comes to being legitimized as a stand up comedian, being a guest on his podcast is a way that you get legitimate. You know, it used to be you get on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson or something and everyone's like, whoa, you you're the you were on there. That means you got the okay from the comedy community and you're somebody, you know, Uh, now it's being on Joe Rogan's podcasts and you know the sort of followers that you get from that the relationship you could build with a guy like that and i have a podcast as well so imagine how helpful that would be to link up with a guy like that whose um whose podcast is you know supremely popular um i think that would be so helpful so uh and if i do i'll just i'll have to stay on your couch in austin i hope you don't mind but um, (laughs) i won't be there very long um I'll, i'll bring enough groupies for you Oh, for sure, (laughs) that'll be fine. Uh, Who's the other person I would love to meet? Uh, Who would I like to meet? Man, probably like meet an athlete. Sounds kind of crazy. Who was I saying the other day? It was like, oh, if I could meet anybody, it would be this guy. I would just, Uh, I, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty crazy. This is, oh, people gonna hate this answer, man. Oh, this is it. People are going to hate this answer. I, I'm i pretty obsessed with Tom Brady. I know this is horrible, right? I know.
0: All right. Well, Watch that's it. the podcast. Jonesy. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Sorry. jeez, he did it. He took it. I just uh, so many of your listeners now shutting it up. What is his name of his podcast? And I listened to that. I'm only saying this because I've been watching that, um, that Tom Brady series on, on ESPN. Um. That's going, it's an ongoing series. I think they just, the episodes come out on Tuesday. There's probably six in, six deep. And of course, obviously I've been a Tom Brady my whole life. I grew up watching the guy win championships. You know, obviously he's a God in my family and in my state of Massachusetts. Um, But when you watch the, watching these videos, man, like this guy, I could learn a lot of habits from him. Life habits. Look at this shit isn't, that he just is a lucky guy and he's in the right place at the right time. This this dude works harder than everybody else. Like it's clear, it's, the, it's exactly what Michael Jordan did. It wasn't that he just hooked up with this great coach. Blah blah. blah. The guy worked harder in practice, harder than anybody else. These are habits that are. Unbelievably helpful in your life if you can if you want to do something great you need to have these kinds of habits. So I could learn from someone like Tom Brady. I could learn from someone like Michael Jordan. How to how to be the best at what you do. If I'm the best comic, everything just falls into place. Correct. Well, how do I be the best comic? Well, I got to work harder than all the other comics. It's not just about being funny. The funniest guys, eh, they don't always you know they end up. Who knows? They end up doing drugs. They end up, Sam Kinnison ends up dying from drugs, you know. These things happen to these people. You you have to apply yourself as well. You have to apply habits. You have to you have to have conditioning. You have to have uh, perseverance. You have to keep your eye on the prize and you have to dedicate yourself to it. And And nobody does that like Tom Brady. I mean, this is not, we call him the goat in football and it ain't people hate on that but the guy earned it man i mean the guy works the guy worked harder than everybody else and still does this is why however old he is still doing it i mean these are qualities you have something to learn from this guy is what i'm saying there's something to be learned from this guy absolutely and watching this series is like really opened my eyes like wow man he not only is he so talented but like this guy just outworks everybody it's just like wow And, and it reminded me hey you know keep to it and and Just keep going and outwork everybody in a way to do a five day a week. News, uh, you know, podcast like you're doing a daily podcast. We're already outworking people because most people don't do a podcast once a day. When I tell people it's once a day, they lose their mind. Even my comedian friends that have a podcast, they don't understand. Like, what? how, how, How do you do it every day? They do theirs once a month, once a week, maybe once a week. That's a lot. Once a week. No, man. Once a day for years, 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 years. You know, five days a week—not seven, five days—but for years, been doing it. Keep doing it. I'm outworking everybody. I'm outworking everybody, and and so I hope that my podcast gets, I hope Weird AF News gets the kind of following that some of these big popular ones get. Um, that have a someone famous. You know, I'm not anybody famous, but I'm outworking them, and so I think it's just a matter of time. I just keep punching through, that my numbers will go up, and then it'll be it'll be. You know, something that when you open your Spotify app and you click on podcast, you'll see my little logo there. Oh, I'll be one of the ones that they're promoting. I'll be on there just like, you know, just like NPR or or Rogan. You see their little icon. You know, they promote these people because these these are brands and they're famous and stuff. Well, maybe I could be one of those players someday too by outworking everybody. Yeah. That's what I hope for anyways.
0: Oh, absolutely. What's one habit that you could build right now That would help take you to the next level.
1: One habit would be to. So when I record my podcast for the day. It's a lot of work and I don't want to do any more work on it. Like I don't want to go out and share it everywhere. I don't want to go out and create little marketable clips that can be shared. You know how everybody does that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could improve with that. I could improve with that. The thing is, though, like once I record it and put it out, I feel like ah, I've worked on it already today. I don't want to keep working on it all day. I, I want to go off to the other things that I like to create and do and work on. It would be helpful if I did that, if I if I spend a little more time on the promotion side of it, that 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 would have that I'm, I, I definitely dropped the ball there. I do a little bit of it. You know, I, I share it on the Spotify through my Instagram. Of course, I do that every day, each episode. But there's more I could do. Uh, I also could do video. I could do video. I don't do video. Um, I tried it in the beginning. I would make video of myself doing the, the, the show. Um, and it was, it was so much work for no views at all. I mean, and, and still on my YouTube channel for the show, very few views. Uh, the podcast, the audio version of the podcast is available on YouTube. All the episodes get uploaded. But it's not a video of me on the microphone recording it. And there's no graphic. There's like none of that. None of that. Uh, and it's so much extra work cause it's a five day a week podcast that I just, ah, God, man, to do all of that, it would take a lot of, a lot of work. Um, but I really need to consider that because I need to, that would step up my game too. There's a lot of money to be made with YouTube. It could be a whole other income stream for me. Uh, I like to think that if I was, if, you know, of course, if I was making a ton of money at this and I, uh, at the podcast, I could delegate a lot of my, the work to somebody else. That, so I would never have to edit. I would never have to do anything because I just that's so much work. Instead of working on the podcast, you know, two, three hours a day, I'd be working on it six hours a day if I did it this way, which which makes my mind want to because um, I wouldn't have time for anything else. But I need to consider this. Maybe I find a workflow that works for me and it can be done quickly, but it's something I should consider. Maybe I only do a best of video once a week with some of the stories from the week that I particularly liked. I could do that one video a week of me talking, um, but I think uh, I need to add video to my to my content as an option, like like you have, you know.
0: Have you ever thought about hiring a VA? Uh, what's a VA? A virtual assistant.
1: Oh no, I never thought to do that.
0: Yeah, man. Um, there there are a lot of virtual assistants who specialize in helping with podcasts specifically, and they're in the Philippines, and this is kind of where it's like. Yeah. Some people have opinions about this. But it's like sure. you can pay them like 4 or 5 dollars an hour and honestly it's more than I make at my W2. So <laughs> <laughs> And they would really ed- they can edit
1: they can edit video for me or whatever I wanted to do.
0: Yeah man, they can do everything. Like wow. it is and they're like already really good at it. Like really good at it. And some of them for the like the really really good quality you might need to pay 8 to 10 dollars an hour. Yeah. But the thing is, like, if you can pay them for, like, 10 hours a week, and that's, like, 80 bucks a week or something like yeah. that, and you can afford that, once it starts to monetize, you get to bump their pay up, which significantly improves their life, and you get to not do the crap that you hate, yeah. which will help you monetize faster.
1: Do you, have you tr- experimented with this? Do you use a VA?
0: The only reason this podcast is daily is because I have a VA.
1: Really? Huh. Yeah. Because I, I, I had
0: okay. to get guests on the podcast to like have it right. Cause it's I have guests on every show and I was not going to send DMS on matchmaker. I just wasn't, <laughs> I just a wasn't going to do it. Yeah. As so I was like, Hey, I need you to send the DMS. I need you to send the follow-up email. Now she's like, I bought a Udemy subscription and she's learning how to design a website. And she's designing my website. Cause I, did, I couldn't pay a thousand dollars for somebody to design my website. So now she's doing it. And it's like, she's also getting the skill. Of designing websites so that she can go charge somebody 500 to a thousand dollars to design it
1: um, wow it sounds like you found a real a real good uh, partner in crime here this is great yeah uh.
0: no it's fantastic also if you haven't you should read the book who not how because it really speaks about instead of like always asking yourself the question how can i make this podcast better it's who can i partner with to make this podcast better and how can i do it in a creative way so it benefits both of us and doesn't necessarily drain my pockets
1: Oh, I like this. This is all good suggestions. Thank you so much. This is great. Now you really know what you're talking about, but you keep talking to people about their dreams. This is, you know, (laughs) you're picking up all this information as you go and you're you're applying it to your own life and you're learning and and growing and yeah, yeah. you're becoming a mentor. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Pretty cool.
0: (laughs) No, man. It's, uh, it's literally what I love to do. And part of, I want to build out one-on-one coaching from the podcast, and like help people with their dreams and goals and so i'm just all about it all about action all about people pursuing their passions and goals yep i just love it
1: <laughs> i can tell you're all about it i could tell this, oh, this is great this is great i really appreciate you having me on here too this was a lot of fun
0: yeah no of course i got one last question for you okay it's gonna, re- it's gonna require a bit of pretext so, you know how there are people on the planet who have a really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help and they're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they live their whole life like that. And unfortunately, sometimes they will that like that.
1: Yeah, they're called grandpas.
0: <laughs> yes. Grandpa,
1: don't want to be told nothing.
0: Exactly. I know what I'm doing.
1: Grandpa, you're supposed to if we turn here, we can avoid the traffic. So says my app.
0: I don't use an
1: app. I know the way
0: <laughs> I literally had an experience. So similar to that recently, it's not even funny. i know the way my way okay (laughs) and then sometimes people will make the switch at some point in their life to more of that growth mindset willing to accept help willing to accept change what is the catalyst
1: for that switch in your opinion what's the catalyst uh for accepting change yep for
0: kind of switching to that more growth mindset accepting change accepting Uh, help
1: Uh, well, there's, there's a few, uh, I'll tell you a common one is hitting rock bottom. That's a very common one. This is where you get your drug addicts who turn it around and whatnot. They end up in, uh, they end up having nothing. They end up in prison. They end up living in some wayward, dangerous home of some sort. Uh, they, they witness somebody OD right in front of them, like hitting rock bottom. Is a, is certainly a catalyst to uh, to making change. And if you have an addiction, oftentimes you have to do you have to do that. Um, as somebody in my life who's got an addiction, and uh, uh, this individual recently went to prison again, and I thought this time it would make a change, and I, I, I'm not sure if it did. That's unfortunate. Uh, so that now the bar has been set even lower for a person like that. It's not prison; isn't the rock bottom. It's going to be lower than that. What is that? I don't know. Uh, But, you know, you got to really sometimes get yourself stepped on like that, you know, and it's like the whole story, the phoenix rising out of the ashes. This is a theme that um, goes back thousands of years since mankind was was telling stories. They've been telling the story of the phoenix rising out of the ashes. This is this is this is a rock-bottom story. We love to see the rock-bottom individual come on top. It's, um, and, uh, but you got to hit that low, 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 because there has to be a mindset change, and the mindset change has to be a self-realization that I am killing myself or I am letting everybody down. I am hurting my family. I am not you know I'm, I'm letting down my children or whatever the hell it might be i am living in a car whatever the hell it is the realization has to come for the catalyst to to kick into gear it's a self-realization and it usually has to be rock bottom and and that's just one of a few but i think that's a common one that we see you know yeah for sure
0: for sure yeah no I guess my follow up question, because it is a common answer also to this question hitting rock bottom. Why do you think some people hit rock bottom and never change? You know, they go to prison. They witness several people. O.D. Their whole family is like killed before them and they just don't change.
1: Well, then no, it, it's rock bottom is subjective. So for them, that wasn't rock bottom. So rock bottom is going to be something, you know, one man's ceiling is another man's floor. And that goes for everything. Um So that guy's floor or that that individual's floor is a hell of a lot lower than that, then a hell of a lot lower than we can even imagine. We may not even know what how low it goes. You know, uh, you can you can imagine uh, certain scenarios that are worse than jail or these or ODing or these things. But um, that's that's for them. Their floor is so much lower. They may not have a floor. I, I mean, that maybe that's a thing. I don't know. I mean, you can imagine some people that just don't have a floor. Like, I don't know. Does Marilyn Manson have a floor? <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> and so for them, the, that's, that's not going to be their catalyst. Their catalyst has to be the burning bush. It has to be the angel coming to visit them. It has to be a near-death experience. Unfortunately, you have these near-death experiences, do you not? Yeah. That's a, that's a floor that's a lot less than jail. Or, In other words, you OD, you die, and you come back. And now you go, wow, okay. And for some, that's what it takes. Or, the, you know, there's, ain't, there's, you know, the Bible is filled with these revelations. Not just the Bible, other religious texts they called angels, whatever the hell you want to call them? Spirits, some higher power of revealing itself to a human being. And then that person is touched and they just they're never the same. These things happen. And sometimes and, and a lot of times they touch the person who's so fucked up. You know what I mean? It's So yeah. fucked up. Uh, so that's a thing too, and and if you haven't hit the bottom, you, you, you know, to make you realize, you better hope an angel's coming to see you at some point, <laughs> so to save your ass. Um, but these are the kinds of things that do happen in life. There's so many anecdotes of these of these instances, and thankfully, thankfully, um, and I like those stories. I like, I like people that turn their life around. It's very inspiring.
0: You know? Yeah, very inspiring. Absolutely. Well Jonesy is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off?
1: No this is, this has been wonderful. I think we got it all out there. I hope your listeners weren't too bored and um uh, hope they don't hate me too much about the Tom Brady comment earlier. I just uh, it's hard to go back from that, you know. It's uh, I just want to say how sorry I am. It's uh, I'm not a perfect person. I'm not. <laughs> maybe this was my rock bottom. Maybe this is my <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: Uh, I did want to suggest to everybody that if you enjoy my personality, you'll you'll really love my podcast. Uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of me cracking jokes and covering weird news. Weird news itself is pretty f- funny anyways, and you learn something about the world. so that's pretty cool. But also I, I, I try to make them funny and ridiculous as well. So there's a little uh, there's a little more entertainment going on there. You're more bang for your buck and it's just you can listen on any podcast player. just search for weird AF news as as in like weird as fuck news but i don't say the f word on the show i'd say weird af news um yeah it's pretty cool and on instagram at funny jones is my is my instagram if you want to see if maybe i'm performing comedy in your area at some point it'll be on there if anyone is interested in in something like that too so i appreciate the exposure to your audience very very much Uh, thank you so much it's uh it's you know, this, these are ways in which I grow the podcast, too. I go on someone's show and I, I introduce myself and I say, hey, if you don't think I'm a total dick, maybe you like my podcast.
0: There we go. <laughs> well, awesome. Jonesy, thanks for coming on the show, man.
1: Hey, anytime. It was great. I had, I had a blast. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to all of your listeners as well. Happy New Year. And uh, in, in the new year, you know, they need to listen to your podcast more in the new year so that they can achieve their goals in their dreams, because you know how that goes. You get a new year, get that goal going, you know, bring it up. New yeah. Year's resolutions, man. Listen to this podcast. Get inspired. I think they ought to do that.
0: There we go. Well, if you guys are listening to this and you love what Jonesy had to say, make sure to check him out on his podcast. Support his um, stand-up comedy. If it's coming to you, uh, go there and heckle him for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, heckle him. <laughs> 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 hey, I can handle a heckler. I can
1: handle a heckler like nobody's business. Yeah, you're playing with fire now.
0: <laughs> awesome. If you happen to know Joe Rogan or Tom Brady, introduce both of us to them.
1: Yeah, That would be tremendously helpful, please. <laughs> yeah, Do that.
0: absolutely. And as we always ask, shoot this podcast to one to three people, you know, need to hear Jonesy and his authenticity and comedy. Shoot us a five star review on iTunes and we're out.